women have a unique role in creation. Women are the nurturers, the birth givers, the more spiritual of the genders. And Torah teaches that women have a special status. Join Mashi Lipska for the next hour as she expounds the Torah wisdom specific to women. Only on 101.9 High FM. And a good Nerev Shabbos, Parshas Vayishlach, in this month of light. Amashi Lipsker, delighted to be with you on Chai FM. And indeed, it's a huge privilege to share thoughts generally, but specifically at this, now we can use the word, unprecedented time in Jewish history. And the question everybody's asking is, what can we do? Of course, there are times when people are saying what they should do. They'd like to give advice to the government. They'd like to give advice to the UN. They'd like to give advice to the Red Cross. Yes, but that is not what we can do. And we're always searching. An honest person searches what can I do? The buck stops here. If I see something, if I hear something, there must be something I can do. Helplessness is not on the menu. It's not part of the vernacular. It isn't ever how a Jew feels. Deep inside of us, and often not so deep but close to the surface or actually shining out, is our emuna. Emuna is from the word amen, like an uman, like a craftsman. What is emuna? Emuna is our faith. And that faith is a gift. And we've been gifted. It has been bequeathed to each and every one of us by our patriarchs and matriarchs. It's in the DNA. It can become a little bit hidden, dusty, covered over. But each one of us possesses a wealth of this thing called emuna. And emuna is believing in Hashem. Emuna is, we know that Hashem's got our back. We know that Hashem is present. But how do we access the emuna? If we don't feel it, how are we going to bring it to the fore? We'll talk more about that soon. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. I'm Mashi Lipsker. This is Chai FM. Delighted to be with you on this Erev Shabbos. And we're talking Emuna. How do we access our inborn faith, our inborn Emuna, which has been bequeathed to us by our patriarchs, by our matriarchs. The word amuna holds the secret. The word amuna is from the word, um, like an uman. Uman is a craftsman. You don't become good at what you're doing, whether you're a sculptor or a painter, whether you're a designer, an artist, a dancer, a builder, a teacher, 
whatever you are, if you really want to get good at it, you got to practice. And the word uman, the craftsman, somebody who's seasoned and practiced and experienced, that's Omain. We all have the talent or we all have the gift. We all have the Yerusha. We all have this wonderful gift which has been handed down. It's in the blood. It's in the DNA. But how do we feel it incorporated in our lives? There's one way, and that is by practicing. And how do we practice? Well, the truth is that when we keep our fears inside, they actually grow. We need to have nurturance. There is a teaching that in next week's parsha, when Yosef is thrown into the pit, the passage says, The pit was empty. There was no water inside. And Rashi comments, it had no water but it had snakes and scorpions in it. What's this all about? Obviously, if it was empty, there was nothing in it. But to say it's empty of water, ah, spiritually, that's a message. Tyra is water. The fresh, life-giving waters of Tyra, the waters that revive, the waters that quench, the waters that uplift, the waters that hydrate, the waters of Tyra. When we have an input of wisdom, godly wisdom, then our faith is nurtured and it comes to the surface. We've got to do our part to nurture our faith. You nurture your faith with a mitzvah. It's amazing, and people tell us all the time, and we know ourselves that when we're busy doing good things and we're busy practicing mitzvahs, we feel differently. We're suddenly sensitized. What is that? That is nurturance for the soul. And the soul, of course, being part of Hashem, believes. And for us to access that belief, that emuna, which we all carry in our DNA, takes a little bit of work, practice. It takes work because it's a gift, but it's a gift that we have to unwrap. In the Parsha this week, our patriarch Jacob, who is called Bechir Sheba Avais, he is a choice. He is a synthesis of everything good in the patriarchs. He is the father of the 12 tribes. He is a patriarch who symbolized by the Mida of MS truth, of synthesis, tiferes, compassion. He's now going home. And his brother, Esav, after these 20 years, is coming to meet him. His twin brother, but his adversary. The one who feels cheated that Yaakov Jacob got the blessings. And Yaakov prepares in three ways to meet his brother. He prepares by sending gifts, by praying, 
and he prepares for war. And when he prays, what does he say? He says, Kotainti. I am humbled. I have become small. Why? Because you, Hashem, Hashem, have given me so much. When I crossed the Jordan on the way to my uncle Lavan, to meet my wives, to build my family, I had nothing. I crossed it just with my walking stick. I had nothing. And look now, so much blessing, incredible wealth, the true wealth, family. And of course, when we have a lot, when we have, thank God, finished our education, met and married, go to work, build a physical, a material empire, we've got cars, We've got homes, we've got furniture, we've got holidays, we've got clothing. Yes, that can make us smug. In the Chumash it says, we should never say, Because I worked hard, that's why I'm rich. Instead, let's look to the patriarchs. Precisely after working for Lavan for 20 years and having amassed a fortune of flocks and having sold those incredible, incredible high quality animals for maids and servants and anything you can think of that was of value in those days, Jacob feels diminished. He says, I don't know if I'm worthy because look at all the things you, Hashem, have given me. I crossed the Jordan just with a stick, and now I am two mighty camps. And this ability to be humble, not when we're feeling hungry and tired and poor and bereft, but when we are doing well, is an incredible statement of gratitude to Hashem. It's humility. It's the understanding that it wasn't my hard work, but the gift of Hashem that brought this to me. And our patriarchs have given us as a gift three hallmarks of the Jew. Every Yid is a Rachman, a Baishon, and a Goimel Chesed. Every Jew is compassionate. Yes. We feel. Every Jew, the word used is uh, shy, but it really means humble, and we'll talk about that. And the third gift, he's a goimel chesed, they're goimle chasodim, which means they don't just feel, but they do something about it. It's not just shame. Did you see that poor family? Shame. Did you see how they're suffering? That's empty words. They do something about what they see, what they feel. They put it into action, for this is a world of action. But let's talk about the middle one, Yidnar Baishonim. Yes, when Jacob was preparing for war, first having sent gifts, he connected with Hashem, and he said, Kotainti, I feel diminished. I feel, I feel small. 
The word by Shonim, the previous Rebbe explains, is not that you're shy, that you don't have an opinion, that you can't raise your voice and say something, that you're just so withdrawn. No, he says, that is not a Jew. The Baishonis, or the quietness of a Jew, translates as humility in front of the truth. That a Yid is aware of godliness at all times. And sometimes it gets covered over, and we have to work to reveal it. And God forbid we should be tapped on the shoulder by forces outside of ourselves and reminded. But a Yid's mission in this world is to be a statement that this world has an owner, a creator, a director who is very much involved. We are the symbol of Hashem in the world. And through the way that we eat, that we speak, that we sleep, that we dress, that we conduct our business, everything about us is a statement, Hashem Hu Ha'elekim. God Almighty, transcendent God, is the imminent God, is the God who is making the seasons and making all the events turn around and happen. And our job is to be as aware in every interaction that we are not in charge, but we are a partner. We can make the vessels. Hashem comes with the blessings as soon as we do the mitzvah. We study that bit of Torah. We are kind. We are benevolent. We care about others. When we are Rachmanim and Goim Lechasodim, we are thinking of other people. It's not about I, the I am generation. I feel, don't insult me, I have a right. And our first Rebbe, our first teacher was Moshe Rabbeinu. What is a description in Torah about Moses? Onov Mikol Adam. He was humbler than any person who ever lived on the face of the earth. The Torah that he brought down starts with a base, not with an aleph, with number two, base, bet, not aleph, because Torah is here, here to teach us about the other. Everybody's God's creation, and we need to interact with them, alpi Torah, according to the guidance that Hashem has given in the Torah. In fact, when you look at all Jewish leaders, a Jewish king, he had to be on of Betachlis. On the one hand, he had to be wealthy and live a grand life. But that did not affect him. He had to be totally, totally humble, have the Torah next to him at all times. Now, the word for king is Melech. And we are called Mamleches Koyanim, a kingdom of priests. Each one of us is bidden to be a Melech. What does it mean to be a Melech? To be great, but to be humble. To develop ourselves by giving as a king gives. By being there to lead. But at the same time, the king had to be the ultimate in humility. How are we kings? The word Melech King is an acronym, an acrostic for three words. 
The mem is moyach, intellect. The lamed is lave, heart. And the kof is kloyos, our applied knowledge, our thoughts that spur us to action. Guess what? Each one of us has to harness all the gifts God has given us. Intellectual gifts, verbal gifts, gifts of being able to figure things out and to feel for other people. And to be so grateful, how do you express your gratitude? But we must be humble. We are receivers. We are by no means the builders or directors of this world in a direct way. But in an indirect way, we can affect it exceedingly. The more gifts we have, the more humility we must have. How are we going to win this war? Incredible indeed. It's with our emuna, And when our emuna becomes tired, and in Israel now people are tired, they're stressed, they're on edge, and every day, unfortunately, there's a bit of news that augments those feelings. There's a lot of good news. But it's a challenging, challenging time. They need each other. They need us. They need us to pray and to give and to do. But they need us to believe. We need to look at Torah for guidance. This is a time of war. Prayer, humility, and gifts, yes, We must use all the gifts God has given us. And if we need to give gifts out, there are times where, and there is space for some sort of diplomacy, but essentially the middle link is prayer. And to pray with faith and humility, to be real. Jacob's family has grown And he's dealing with a challenge. His whole life is a series of challenges. He is the patriarch from whom we learn incredible lessons in our own lives, the others as well. But Yaakov Avinu, the patriarch Jacob, is called Bechir Sheba Avais. What is valuable in our time? What is worth fighting for? What is worth spending time on? Let's look at Jacob's relationship with Hashem. He turns to Hashem for help. May I in Yovoy Ezri, Ezri Meim Hashem. You're the only one who can help me in this situation. And so it has been throughout his life. And so does he speak to us today. People keep pointing out that the Parshas, since Simchas Terah, have literally alluded to and indicated the war that's going on in Israel now. But we can't stay with that. The question is, what are we doing in the war? How are we participating? How are we supporting not only our brethren in Israel, our brethren around the world, but our brethren here in South Africa? Even when you face a situation, and especially a situation which naturally looks a bit hopeless, It's frightening. We turn to Hashem. Hashem can do anything. And if we look at the gifts He has just given any one of us, 
we know that this is a mighty, mighty God. How can we not believe? Everywhere in Tyra it talks about it, and in our lives we have experienced it. Do you want to make a list of the gifts in your life? My gifts today, a new day. I'm grateful for family, for neighbors, for friends, for community, for schools, for shuls, for our chief rabbi, for kosher shops and kosher restaurants. Food, it's expensive. No, the good news is that one of the signs that Mashiach is coming, it's written years ago in the Gemara that the food will be plentiful, but it will be expensive. We'll be back with you after this short break. Uh, just due to some technical changes happening on Chai FM on Sunday and Monday, we're just giving everybody a heads up that you can expect interruptions in transmissions on Sunday and Monday. They may then extend throughout the week. Be back with you in a moment. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. I'm Mashi Lipsker, and we're talking Hashem's gifts to us. And if He can do this for billions of us, He can do anything. Takes a piece of meat, that's me. Puts an ashoma into it. We can't even fathom, that's a piece of Him. And He gives us abilities. I can think, I can smile, I can swallow, I can walk. Physical strength, the gifts of life, I'm here again. It's a new day. Modani. And he gives us, he's given me, thank God, wonderful community. He's made me a chassid of the Rebbe. There's no greater ashrenu that I give gratitude to Hashem for than for having dropped me into this incredible privilege. And thank God for family and friends, and neighbors, and community, and this community. And I've got clothing and shoes. I've got a roof over my head. And he's doing this constantly for billions of us. Yes, I am very blessed. I'm blessed because of the Rebbe. There's no doubt that Hashem has put me in a place of privilege, how can I not believe in Hashem when I just think about it? You gotta take the time to think. Who is this Hashem? Hashem, the king of the world, the creator of the universe, of the galaxies. Hashem who's made atoms, atoms. Hashem who's made flowers and trees and seasons. It is Hashem who appoints kings kings and leaders and prime ministers and presidents and runs this world. Who is he? Hashem Ishmael Chama. He's a God who can fight wars. Adoneinu, he is our master. Moshienu, he's our savior. Hashem Elekeinu, the word Elokim, shares a numerical value with the word Hateva, the nature. It's God all around us. It's not a cloud. It's not a tree, it's not a wind, it's Hashem. And he's a Rachum Vachanun, 
compassionate, merciful. He's Avinu Malkenu. He's our father, our king. And who is he? He is the one who will be Moshienu, our redeemer, Rifa'enu, Enu, our healer. To him we turn for all our needs. What is our part in this partnership? Hashem has put us into the world and wants us to function in the world. Yes, we need an army. Yes, we need a doctor and a hospital. Yes, we need to eat. We need to do all those physical things. It's not a matter of saying, I will sit on the chair and pray, and everything will fall into place. Our part is to be a humble vessel, to be aware, to be bishonim, to create this vessel and make it bigger and bigger, so Hashem's blessings can be channeled into the world. I am humbled by all the compassionate kindnesses that you have done for me and with me, personally, communally, for my family, for my shul, for my community, for my country, for my nation, throughout the history I will do my part, for I am in the world, and it's only through me that God's miracles will be recognized and they will be acknowledged. We ask Hashem, Barcheinu avinu kulanu ke'echad. Bless us as we are one. Because if you just look at me, Hashem, you might see the glaring fault. And we all have them. He made us like that. He made us vulnerable, weak. We fall down. We do transgress. We do forget to think of the other. But that's the key. I need to think about you, the other person. I need to think about the needs of the other. And that brings me back to an incredible launch that my dear husband and I had in a blessing from the Rebbe and guidance from the Rebbe. And I repeat it very often, but it's something that we live with because it's the key to so many doors. And we were having a private audience before our wedding, great privilege, and asked the Rebbe for a blessing to have a warm home. And the advice of the Rebbe was so incredibly spot on for my ears and my heart. Because in truth, he could have said, you want a warm home? You'll ask your mother and your mother-in-law and your sister-in-law for good recipes. You'll cook food. You'll invite guests. Bring in the guests and it will be a warm home. But he knew who he was talking to. And it was much bigger than that. It wasn't about... One plus one equals two. It was about an advice that would be seeds that would sprout forth forever and ever. What was the advice? And the Rebbe said, Zet varam bayenem, vet varam He said, see to make it warm for the other. And it will inevitably also be warm for you. 
via state, as it is written, Kiner mitzvah v'tayra or a mitzvah is a candle and Torah is light. But the first word was see. He didn't say when you will make it warm for the other, it will be warm for you. He said see. And that is the biggest challenge, zet yenem, to see the other. And there are many others in our lives. We, I'm me, I deserve, I'm so clever, so handsome, so hardworking, so wonderful, I, no, 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 see Yenem, see the other. How do we see the other? We see the other usually, the natural way we see the other is what can you do for me? What have you done for me today? But that is hardly the way for it to be warm in our hearts and warm in the world. The perspective of marriage and relationships should make us humble. It should make us see the other. In marriage, look how hard he works. Look how much he or she does for me. See the other. We can't do this on our own. And then be grateful. And then turn around and remember. See how much Hashem does for us. He's also the other. He's the partner. See the other. See to make it warm for the other. It's not about me. It's about the other. Hashem is our partner. See how much He does for us. We'll be right back and continue this conversation. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm Mashi Lipsker. This is 101.9 High FM and we are talking humility. We are talking the awareness of the other as a vehicle to tremendous blessing. I'm sure I've shared this story about the grocery delivery boy who used to deliver groceries to the Rebbe's mother. And one day he asked her, what's the Rebbe's favorite prayer? She said, I'm not sure, but I'll see if I can find out. She was so happy the next time he delivered the groceries to actually tell him. I asked and he told me, and you know what the prayer is? The Modeh Ani. Those 12 words that we say when we open our eyes in the morning, short little prayer, mamas teach their little babies to say it, the moida'ani, moida'ani lefanecha. What do we say in the moida'ani? We wake up and we give thanks to God for returning our soul within us. And when you look at that prayer, Think about it. We wake up in the morning. What sets the tone for the day? Becoming aware that I'm awake. Before I start worrying or celebrating or planning or thinking, I must realize that God is standing next to my bed. The king of the universe is there. And I am addressing him, lefanecha, literally in the second person. I give thanks before you, O great and living King. 
for you have restored my soul within me with mercy. And then the last two words, words 11 and 12, are Rabba emunasecha, Rabba emunatecha, great is your faithfulness. But there's another way to read it. Great is your trust in me. Great is your belief in me. So great that you gave me another day. You've empowered me. You've filled me with so much. And you believe that I can access a tremendous amount in me to contribute and better the world. I become aware that I'm a miracle. I become aware that I'm not just here because I just happened to wake up. I become aware that I'm a recipient and that my Ovino Malkeinu, my father, my king, is waiting to take me out of bed. I can walk. How? To hold me throughout the day, to give me ideas in the day, to give the words that can come out of my mouth, to allow others to come in, words to come in so that I can understand the other. He trusts me. He believes in me. What kind of feeling should that give us? The greatest joy, but the greatest humility. I didn't wake up because I woke up. We know in life, God forbid, in a second things can change. But no matter where it is, our emuna, our trust in Hashem becomes sharpened, becomes honed the more we think about Him with every bracha that we say. And with the knowledge I am here to achieve and I can achieve nothing without you and you trust me and I know you're going to put a mountain in front of me and then you're going to put another mountain in front of me but that's just a reflection of the gifts you put inside of me and the greatness of my soul. I'm a part of Hashem. And please God, every challenge that you put in my way, I need to remember that you've already given me the ability to deal with it. And the bottom line is, Einoid Milvadai. There's nothing except Hashem and what He orchestrates and what He brings into being. And everything is by divine providence. And therefore, Kaveh El Hashem. Hope to the Lord. Strengthen yourself. Hope again. Because our hope, our faith, our trust, these vessels are huge to contain God's presence and His blessing. And who is Hashem? Hashem is Kodosh. Kodosh means holy, but it also means compassionate. And Hashem is Tzur. He's our rock. And what brings our rock into this world? V'yato Kodosh Yoshev Tehilos Yisrael. You may be Kodosh, kind, and Kodosh also means removed, but Yoshev, we bring you down on Tehilos Yisrael. When we say Baruch Hashem, when we Remember, acknowledge, and live that it is God directing us and everything, and that brings us joy and humility. What happens? Yoshev to Hilos Yisrael. We bring him down into this world, although you are Kadosh, to make it active. We need to praise you, Moidani. And so, although Kotainti, I am small, I am connected to the biggest of the big. May we be successful in strengthening ourselves and each other 
and in great humility and with great joy welcome the Mashiach. Good Shabbos.